care. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Elitsa Yelenich. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight we have a most unusual topic. And for those of you who hear the title, just know right off the bat that if we, uh, we're not intending to talk about bestiality, the show is called How to Pleasure a Unicorn. Um, if it does go there, it goes there, but that's not really what we, that's not really what we set it up for. But you never know on this show. You just never know where it goes. And I really want to just say bestiality on the show because I never have yet. <laughs> After a year and a half, I have yet to have talked about that. So there you go. <laughs> so, for anybody listening who would like to talk about that on a further show, please let me know. Um, so, <laughs> before we get too started, you know, we're already getting a little started. Um, for those of you who are totally new to this show, sometimes we talk about very off-the-wall things on this program. Um, I encourage you to allow your children to listen. <laughs> and, you know, it's a it's a totally different way to get an education about your bodies and pleasure. Um, so, yes, if you would like your children to listen, go ahead. We do use swear words on occasion. So just have that awareness. And if you're not okay with that, just know this show often contains swearing, whatever that means. So um, my, what, like, for those of you who are listening going, like, what do you have this show for and why do you think you qualify? Um, I don't actually think I qualify. I just really like talking about pleasure and bodies. So that's that's why I chose it. Um, my One of my um, talents, abilities, skills or whatever is to work with bodies. And I do a lot of body work that's actually called the mitzvah technique. It's a type of somatic body work that aligns the spine through movement. Um, and I've been studying that for a number of years along with some energy work of various kinds for the last 20 years. So I get to play with bodies and energy work in many different ways. And one of my favorite, favorite things to do with bodies is to do body processes from access consciousness along with access bars. And my guest today is Corey Michelle, who is a certified facilitator of access consciousness. And she's also a bars facilitator, and she knows the magic of the bars as well. And um, most of you who listen to this know that most most of my guests, not all of them, are access facilitators. Most of them are certified facilitators from access. Um, some of them are not, but um, we like to explore things beyond the normal of this reality. And so who better to have on this show than Corey Michelle? And if any of you have ever listened to her and Catherine McIntosh's show on this channel, um, you might you might actually get how offbeat like these conversations see. And also, if any of you are on Facebook and you've been following Corey, uh, you might have noticed that she actually started a massive movement. Um, that, you know, within like uh, a month, I think it was, like I was one of your first like 300 people to sign up in the 
possible experiment. And it went from like overnight, it went to like 5,000 people in two weeks or three weeks or something or 7,000 within two months. I was like, damn, that's awesome. And people are going mental on there. So if you are on Facebook, join Crazy Possible Experiment um, and get some really, really cool tools on there. And Corey's got great classes that she posts on there as well for people. Um, so, you know, aside from being a certified facilitator, um, Corey also has a, a few things. And although she didn't give me her bio, you know, I had to sneak around and find information about her. So I did that. <laughs> But if you go on her website, CoreyMichelle.us, you'll find out that she has this very official bio, and then you'll find out that she has her Corey's unofficial bio by the real Corey Michelle, which is a really great bio, and I love it. I laughed because I actually did the same on one of my sites. I was like, this is the technical, but now I really want to tell you about me. Yeah. She's a <laughs> miracle worker. She can, like, being just around her, you can actually see that your life will change. And I've watched people that have gone through your programs and, um, like, different programs that you have set up for business and stuff, Corey, and I've watched their lives expand. So I know um, what you create. And actually, you, a few years ago, um, you were on a summit. It was a it was with Nilifer, and it was the first time I'd heard you. Um, I was on, on that summit, and I remember listening to you on the way to an ESB in Vancouver, and I was like, you were you were hanging out with me on the airplane. So it's very cool. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> so, That's yeah. So cool. So, That's awesome yeah. to hear. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was fun. So tonight, we're going to be chatting about... Um, so many things. So the title, and if you looked on the show, um, the program listing, and you were wondering, like, what does this mean? And I threw a lot of questions into this. Corey came up with the title of How to Pleasure a Unicorn. I was like, hell yeah, we're doing that. So these were the questions. Like, I really wondered, like, how do you know if you are a unicorn, for one? Um, and is pleasuring a unicorn different than pleasuring another species? And what if you are a unicorn and require something totally different for pleasure and didn't know it? And if you could actually start to, like, receive the pleasure that a unicorn could have, what else is possible? So for those people who have never, like, followed uh, the unicorn movement, and Corey is actually, like, a, a bona fide unicorn expert, for those of you who haven't followed the movement, you might uh, you might want to listen to what we're actually talking about because as much as it sounds like this sounds like fairies and you know like fairy dust coming out of your butt and stuff, but it's actually not that. <laughs> it's actually even funnier than that and better than that and more expansive than that. So, Corey, now that I've just like gone rambling for seven minutes, I would like to introduce <laughs> you to everybody because they've been hearing your giggle in the background. <laughs> Totally. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. So, I love it. Bonafide unicorn expert. Like. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's hilarious to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I love oh, it's so funny because I started the crazy possible experiment as just kind of an idea I'd, I'd had and it just kind of clicked in. Um, God, it's been this week is week number 13. So 12 weeks ago. 
And like, so three months now, and it's just gone like wildfire. And what was so interesting is that the, the whole unicorn thing, I've been talking about being like calling myself a unicorn trainer for like a year and a half. (laughs) And (laughs) I didn't have the guts to, like, I didn't have the guts to just come clean and be like, I feel like a unicorn trainer. And I feel like all the people that come to my classes and that are around me and uh, that choose to be on my email list and, you know, a lot of the Access Consciousness folks were just like these magical beings that have been just elusive, right? We've been sort of hiding out and mm-hmm. sort of pretending like we're donkeys or something, but really we're these magical unicorns. And the more and more I'm around, you know, these people who believe in possibility and who know that something else is possible for themselves and for their lives, but also for the earth and for, um, you know, humanity, right, for this this whole reality, just we just, and I think that would be a definition if you're going to define it, is people who know that something else is possible and they know they're here to have a part in it, right? We're not, we're not, you know, as access consciousness would call them would be like humanoids, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but somehow somebody said something about unicorns and I think I called myself a unicorn trainer in one of the posts and then it just went nuts. All That's of a sudden, awesome. every it, it was like, oh! Oh my gosh! I'm a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. Like everybody started started just claiming and owning it that they were magical unicorns. So I said, okay, great. And then <laughs> miracles start happening, right? Like they start using the access tools, and we're experimenting, and it's light, and there's not a lot of drama, and it's just like this space of play. And that's really, in I don't know, my point of view, where unicorns like to like expand, right? Like. If you're going to find a unicorn playground, there's likely not going to be a lot of drama and trauma, right? <laughs> and there's likely to be a few unicorns hanging out, having fun, and telling inside jokes. And yeah, because that's, you know, I picture, when I picture unicorns, I never picture them alone. I picture unicorns hanging out and like they have their like own magical uh, party valley that they hang in. Like that's what I get with a party valley. I love it. <laughs> I I love it. (laughs) The party valley. Well, and it's interesting, too, because it's magnetic. Because it's like, I know that, you know, I started, I found the access tools for myself about almost six years ago now. And I was asking for the magic because I was going to go to a, well, I wasn't going to, but I was like, I've got parking karma. So if I've got parking karma, there's got to be more magic than parking karma. (laughs) Right? So, I was like, if I have to go to a mystery school, I will do that. It, it, wherever this magic is, and then I, you know, stumbled across the access tools, and immediately things started changing. And I was like, holy cow, this is what I've been asking for. It's right here. And the first, one of my first um, things I was exposed to was the Magic You Are at Be It book. And I was wow. Like, oh my gosh. Yes, this is magic. I this is this is it. <laughs> I was so excited. And it really turned, I mean, these tools have turned everything around in my life. And now what's so cool is that I, you know, and you too, I know you do the same thing, is we get to to be, you know, the magic that we be or the invitation that we be or the pleasure that we be um, or the lightness that we be. And it's an invitation to others to say, oh, well, if you can have that, I mean, so can I, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's the coolest part of it. When I when I start to watch um 
others living their life. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like, what if I chose that? Or what if I chose something that was just as fun for me that's that fun for them? Uh, it's just like really, really fun to, to to see how that's showing up, which is such a different reality than, you know, what I was taught was, you know, competition. My dad was huge on competition. And it always made me feel like I'd rather die. <laughs> I just don't feel like it's not my thing. I wouldn't even join sports because I didn't want to do competition. But if I could be people's cheerleader, I was there. I'm like, I could tell you how awesome you are because I like that job. But I'm not going to compete with you. I'm not interested. Like, as a kid, never got chosen for sports because I wasn't interested in being in competition. And, and, like, everybody knew it. It was obvious. I just wouldn't even play to fight that way. Um, so, yeah, so to be taught that competition is what to do, and it was such an uncomfortable thing for me. I love that there's so much um, – there's such a different reality um, even with your crazy possible experiment, there's like 7,000 people cheering each other on for their creations, mm -hmm. um, which is such an amazing thing. Like You'd have to fill a stadium, you know, to get that many people cheering you on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is, it's really, it's really awesome. And then I think like bringing, bringing pleasure into this conversation, right? The, the space that gets created when you're not doing or being competitive with each other, right, or competition, mm -hmm. right, when there is this sort of cheerleader, like, yeah, high five, you you know, whether you have a small win or a huge win, it's, for me, like, that's the most pleasurable thing about what my work, right, is I get to watch other people succeed, and it's funny, because I was just sharing this with my guy uh, last night, I was like, you know, people are, like, more and more and more telling me how awesome I am, and how inspiring I am, and all that kind of stuff, and that's nice, like, but it doesn't make me feel any different, mm -hmm. right? Like like you would think, like I would have thought that that would have been like, oh, that feels so good. And it, it doesn't to me. And I don't know, maybe I'm not receiving it, but what really like juices me up and actually excites my energy and my body is when I see someone else succeed or when I yeah. see someone else change something that they've been struggling with or when I see somebody ask and receive and I'm just like, yeah. Like, and I just, I get so excited about it. And I'm like, man, that's just such an interesting thing because I wouldn't have thought that like five years ago. I would have thought, oh, yay, people saying I'm great, but it's totally not that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I totally, <laughs> I am so, I so get that actually. Um, yeah, because I do have, I, I've recently in the last few years been having people say stuff like that to me too. Like, oh, you inspire me without you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, awesome and you know when I'm really happy is just like you were saying I'm really really like whoa overjoyed when somebody will say I use this tool remember that thing you said use this tool and I tried that tool and oh my god it changed everything and I'm like yes baby the tool worked for you like that mm -hmm. is that is freaking awesome to me like like you know four words you know can change a person's life like interesting point of view can change people's realities like that <laughs> blows my mind and like I la and I'm just like here you go here's a little gift I got from a class if you'd like it you can have it and they're like oh my god change my world it does it changed my world those four words changed my reality in a huge way so it's funny that there can be this like these changes can be so profound 
found for us places that we've had these limitations of like for our entire embodiment probably many lifetimes before and these like super simple tools from access can change them so fast and that that's that pleasure zone for me like you i could be naked too and having you know great fun and play and that like people's lives being expansive and like you know hearing about that seeing that watching it yeah that's like where it's like whew, that's like orgasmic totally mm-hmm. i love it yeah i am i'm yeah it's it's and it's interesting too because it like i said before it doesn't really seem like it that's what would be a, a space of pleasure Right. It yeah. it seems like it would be like to me at least in my head, and I was still just kind of wrapping my head around it yesterday, and I, I was just like, wow, this is so interesting, and it and it's so I'm like, okay, so how can I bring more of that pleasure into my life, right? How can I be the catalyst for more of that pleasure for myself? Right. Awesome. And that is like that like lights my body up right there, just going, oh, yeah. okay. And then it's almost like the the universe responds and says, "Oh, we'll create this or create that or like go over here and and go to the seven day or or do whatever." And it's like, "Okay, okay, okay." <laughs> I love that question, you know, like that, like what can I choose or like what that will bring more of that energy into my life? Because there's so many times people are like, "What can I choose to have more money show up?" And it's guys, it's not the money. And it's not this 35 lovers. You can have as many lovers as you like, 500, whatever. It's really the energy that excites you, that gets your body in a place of, like, expansion and joy. That energy, like, when you listen to Corey and, like, she's like, that energy. There's that energy. It's a very different feeling than going, yes, I'm really happy and thank you for the flowers. But then there's like, oh, God, my whole world just opened up. It's, like, very different. So... That, like, and if you never have the words for it, it's cool. You're just aware that there's this energy and that that's really the fun, like, this fun space, right? And you're like, that, whatever that is, you know, what can I choose mm-hmm. to have more of that show up daily? Yeah. And I love it because absolutely things will show up and you never know what they're going to be. Yeah, you you might, you know, <laughs> find you're, like, creating classes. You just invented something, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I just uh, recently had one of those like wow moments. So fun, um, you know, pleasure zone and all. I was, I'm, I have like ideas and like flying around all the time, creations that I'm playing with, and um, I actually have an invention that is related to pleasure, but I'm not going to give details about it because I'm actually going to talk to somebody where I might um, have them. Uh, create this thing and so that will be available on the market it is a sex toy that will be available on the market but I actually got to have like a one degree separation from a woman who is setting me up with somebody to create a sex toy yes nice. I'm really oh my goodness. so yeah it's like that is like wow that is fun so where can I choose to have more of that that's how I pleasure myself as a unicorn. Woohoo, creating. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's like, well, and I go ahead. It's kind of like masturbation, but you know, it's a different way of it. So <laughs> totally, totally. 
What were you going to say, Corey? <laughs> oh, I just away. noticed we were about to. <laughs> it's totally okay. I can't even remember. I just noticed we were about to go to break, so I wanted to give space. Yeah. Cool. We're 12 seconds from break. So when we come back, we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more about pleasuring the unicorns and like, wow, what if unicorns like it different than non-unicorns? Because I think they do when we come back from break. <laughs> Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight my guest is Corey Michelle. Uh, for if any of you know her, that's awesome. If you don't know her yet, please uh, follow her on Facebook, Corey Michelle, and you can find her also on her website, CoreyMichelle.us. Um, and also on Facebook, if you are on Facebook, she has a group called The Crazy Possible Experiment, and please join it. Um, there are really cool things going on in there. So, before we went to break, we were going to discuss a little bit more about pleasuring unicorns. So, pleasuring unicorns. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, Corey wrote, What do you want to know about pleasuring unicorns? And I wrote like five different weird questions like, Do unicorns like their horns to be stroked in circular fashions? Do unicorns get aroused just by hanging out with other unicorns? Are there male and female unicorns? Can they change their sexual features at will? I have so many more questions. I didn't have time to type them, but. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I I don't know if I'm the appropriate person to be talking about this, but we can try. Cool. <laughs> you might be more appropriate than me. <laughs> so I'm wondering. You, but but uh, yeah, right. But what I do think too is that that when unicorns, so to speak, right? And we're not really necessarily talking about the, you know, uh, like swingers, right? Like they used to call me a, a unicorn back in the, you know, when I was dating because I was single, no kids, right? Very open-minded. Oh, I didn't know that was another was, name for swingers. That's oh, yeah. A, uni- a unicorn so is someone new. who's single, no not married, open-minded, and um, yeah, there's probably wow. more in there too. But Love it's a swinger it. term, and uh, lots of people have have told me, "Corey, do you know what you're saying?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm creating a revolution here, and it's not about swingers, though. So, swingers are welcome." <laughs> I love it. I had no clue. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's Apparently, really, it's I haven't really funny. hung out with enough swingers, so there you go. But well, you'll I learn like something you. new every so, day. Hello, swingers well, out there. I'll, Let me know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should just, you know, schedule or uh, call title one of your shows. Uh, who are the swingers? Who are my swinger connections? <laughs> That's right. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> wonder how many people are reading that title of this one and thinking about that. So there you go. Cool. There, yeah, I hope exactly. you, so, you are listening, that you are confused by this, and both choosing it and going, wait a minute, I am a swinger, and I am a unicorn. I'm all of it. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Wait a second. How cool is that? Well, and I will say this, and what I've noticed is more and more I've, you know, had bars run and had other body sessions and, the Access Body Processes, and most recently, Essie with Glenna Rice. Um, mm. Man, uh, and I haven't experienced your work yet, but I would love to. Um, the more I experience all of that, the the more my body is aware. Because I had a bunch of car accidents when I was younger, in my 20s. And so I had a ton, a ton of body work done. And I I was really, really brilliant and cute, but not so bright in creating these car accidents because my body wanted this uh, attention, so to speak. So it was like, gosh, I really wish I had a chiropractor, or a chiropractor <laughs> because I didn't have any money, right? Yeah. So I couldn't afford chiropractic visits. I couldn't afford to get my body worked on. So I created a car accident. <laughs> so then I got it for free with the car insurance. I mean, brilliant in one sense, but really not so bright in another sense, right? But um, I got a ton, a ton of work done. And I remember this one massage therapist I had a long time ago. I would say, you know, go deeper. I like the, you know, deep tissue stuff. And and now, like, and I used to be able to take it, and I liked it, and it felt good. And now it's it's like you can barely touch me, and I'm like, oh, I just melt. Like the energy of my body and what I'm aware of, and, and the more I start working with it, the more aware I am, so the, the less I need the deep tissue and the, hardcore, whatever it is, you know, like even workouts, right? Like anything with my body, hardcore isn't really my thing anymore, even though it used to be because I was a, I was opposite of you where I actually really enjoyed competition and I was a a collegiate athlete. I played softball. And so that kind of stuff was really fun for me and pushing my body to limits was really fun for me. But now there's, I don't need to do that to experience my body. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, I 
I totally get that. And I've heard a few other people say that in Access too. And um, one of them, one of them is actually a friend of mine and a producer on the show. And she used to also like really intense, like deep tissue work too. And, um, and I started doing some somatic body work on her and she's like, Oh, that's my body actually likes a lot more. But if you've never had the experience of something that's like gentle on your body and all you know is roughness, then sometimes that's all you can receive until you're willing to receive the gentleness too. My point of view could be an awareness. <laughs> but like, <laughs> and so also ask your body, right? Like, what can you receive? What are you willing to receive? And sometimes, like, just like in sex, some people like when you're copulating, they just like it rougher. Their body can receive a lot of roughness. Um, I have a body that could literally like through uh, probably like a symphony session like ha- have an orgasm from like three feet away so and and that wasn't always the case like that's something that the more energy work I have received and also done on others the the more it's like yeah you don't I don't have to require like a lot of f- f- intense friction or not doesn't take a lot <laughs> it's kind of like mm-hmm. you're alive me too woohoo okay I'm good good to go <laughs> so. Yeah, well, and I think like in the ple- like whether it's in the bedroom or I don't know in a elevator, or whatever you're wherever you're going to have sex, <laughs> but elevators, right? In life, right, everywhere. Um, when you're when you're expanding your awareness and your and your I don't your senses with your body, whatever you want to call it, then like what your body can perceive, right? It's it it's so cool because. Like now compared to like six years ago, I can I can actually t- like tune into somebody who's having like being joy. I was gonna say having joy, being mm-hmm. joy, <laughs> and like just receive that energy from a distance or over the computer even, right? Yeah. Or just I mean not even over a computer. Just if I tap into somebody's having you know joy it, or being joy, then it like radiates, and so it really just in has me always thinking about, you know, what energy am I being that's actually radiating out there into the world, right? And and that's where I love, like, Dr. Dane's whole book, right? His whole movement is being you, changing the world. And it's like that being of energy, of, of pleasure, of receiving, of joy, of orgasmicness, of juiciness, of being you, whatever all of that is, it's like it's radiating out there and we have no idea who we're impacting right who yeah. we're who we're contributing to and i think that's so cool and that yeah it, that is really cool and so also know if you're listening to this like it you know you could be contributing joy and ease to a person on the other side of the planet that you've never even met, that you don't even aren't even friends with on Facebook, and they've never even followed you on any social media. And the thing is, you being you and being joy can actually contribute to anybody and everybody. You don't even have to know them. That's like the craziest part of it. And it's like, you know, their lives just be improving and they don't, you know, have to actually figure out why or from how or what. Like, what if we don't actually have to know people to contribute to their lives, too? You could walk down the street and you're radiating joy and that could change the lives of everybody that walks by you. And they don't know you either. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, exactly. You yeah. Don't, and you don't know, I'm going to add in there, you don't have to even know how Yeah. either, right? It's like the just the energy of being. And when it's like, I find that when I'm being more, um, I love your word pleasure, right? Like when I'm, when I'm, and it almost occurs like, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this too, is like when you're when you're receiving and your your say your body just your body feels good, your body feels juicy, or you're just in joy, right? The pleasure is almost like the acknowledgement of the fact that you're receiving it. Yeah, that's what I get to. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. I've never said it that way before, but that's that's just like oh, the acknowledgement of wow, I'm actually receiving this this energy that feels good or that is pleasurable. Yeah. That's really the acknowledgement cool. of it, yeah. So part of um, when I started the show and I was asking the show what it would like to be called, uh, I had some interesting, you know, I had kind of posed it out to some people I knew and they're like, how about um, sex with Melitza and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, it's something very different than that. And it did have to do, uh, and the energy of pleasure matched that and that acknowledgement of what we're receiving with our bodies matched what I was looking to to uh, expand on and look at more with so different areas, you know, where maybe there is copulation involved and sometimes not, right? Because there's so many there's so many ways to to have to have um, pleasure in your life, to be pleasure too, be walking in pleasure. Yeah. Well, and I yeah, I think that oh man, that's so brilliant and I love that you created this show based on that. And like just even expanding the conversation that you could have pleasure in all areas of your life. Right? You yeah. could be sitting alone by yourself and having pleasure. And it, it may be a sexual sort of pleasure, touching your genitals or not. And I remember one of the first times I had this experience, I I was I was going through a breakup. I had moved to California. I had been dating this guy. We moved in together. And, you know, I knew that we weren't going to be together very long, but I didn't know it was going to end so quickly. And I was sitting there, and he was in a huff about something. We had just – I just found out he was cheating on me, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm sitting there on the couch. And I'm listening to this song, and all this, like, orgasmic energy is running through my body. And I was sitting there, and I was, like, giggling to myself. Because I didn't, I didn't want to be too loud, because I I didn't know what he would think of that, right? Because we literally just broke up. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, whoa, if I can be in this energy going through a breakup, anything is possible. Ah, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, a sweet like, yeah. acknowledgement of like you choosing what really truly is like contributing to you and your body, like you know, unchoosing somebody, um, and how much joy that can bring you, how much bliss it can bring you. Just like choosing, you know, choosing to play with someone, and then it's funny sometimes the unchoosing is just as blissful as the choosing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm unchoosing you well, now. I feel great. <laughs> the unchoosing, right, exactly. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, you know, I have had that, you know, since then, and I think that was the most dynamic experience I had had. It might have shown up before, but, like, in little spurts or baby bits. But after that, it's like every time I sort of choose something that's really generative for me, that's, like, giving me energy, or acknowledge something that's actually really pleasurable and then choose more of it, then it expands like that. 
so like in that particular instance, I was in a situation where it was it was heavier for me. Like it was not really all that contributory to me. So when it it changed, it's almost like the the you you know you shake up a a Coke bottle and you open it up and it just spurts everywhere, right? It's like the energy was like ah. Okay, good. We had to contain ourselves to go that way, but this way, if you go over here, it, it's an explosion of awesomeness. Awesome. And the Coke bottle was a very good example that wasn't too naughty, so thank you for that. And it gave <laughs> a very good visual. For those who are looking for visuals who are listening to the show, we had a few mentions of that. So, yes, Coke bottle gets the pressure of the build-up. <laughs> the pressure of the buildup, for sure. And it's all bubbly and effervescent, too, so it's sweet. <laughs> if you've never anyway. actually chosen anything like that in your life, like if you've never actually chosen anything that's, like, expansive and brings your body, uh, like, a totally different sensation where it's, like, tingly, excited, joy-filled and just, like, what, singing to you um, in whatever, you know, ways you might... Some, I am aware that there are people, bodies on the planet that haven't received that in this embodiment. So for those of you who never have, you can start asking, like, what is that energy they're talking about? What can I, you know, choose to have that? Like, what can I choose to be that and receive that? And, you know, for you, it may be completely different than it was for Corey. Uh, could be completely different than it was for me. Um, for those of you who have listened to this show many times actually that ESB I was talking about that I was listening to on the line that I went to that ESB class um, energetic synthesis of being that's with Jane here that um, that class I, I had this like um, time with myself that was so uh, expansive my body was like vibrating um, and, and like so to the point where I actually do I think I actually did levitate, but I'm not sure. I wasn't really looking. I was just more aware of like how expansive. Um, and when I talk about it, my hands like do the thing again. And this just this energy just was like emanating out of me, and I felt like I was 500 feet bigger than I ever was, and my body was like cracking and moving, and it was like it was very extreme. It was an extreme sense of joy, and I was asking to receive like the. I was asking to receive like the joy of embodiment to know mm. what is that? Cause I didn't have a clue. And I was asking to receive also, I was like, I came to this ESB class. I want to know how Dane does his magic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well I don't do Dane's magic. I want to know who, how I do my magic. And then, so the, I actually facilitated my, well, I didn't facilitate myself. I had, I had a lot of contribution energetically to receive that, but that, so ask, ask those questions. That's, you know, that, that is like such an amazing, uh, any, you know, questions that are expansive are such an amazing tool to receive what you've been looking for in, in any way. So for me, that's really the essence of pleasuring a unicorn is like having awarenesses, having joy of embodiment, watching other people have awarenesses. Like that's, Woohoo! Yeah, and you know, a create, occasionally stroking the horn is good too. But you know, it, it can all work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. And it's just it's just such an interesting thing to be receiving from others joy or others pleasure, right? And then expanding your own. It, it, it's it's just really cool. So maybe we can talk more about that after we get back from the break. 
That's great. And we also have a question uh, maybe we can address, too, um, that uh, the person in the chat room was saying that sometimes they choose something in the moment that feels great, but they know it'll have, quote, bad re repercussions. So what questions can they ask? Uh, and would the 10-minute thing apply? Or is it the 10-second thing? I think they meant 10-second thing. So we can look at that when we come back from break. So thank you. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milit Zielinich, and tonight my guest is Corey Michelle. Um, so, Corey, just before we were going to break, um, you had a few things you wanted to say. And also, if you have, if you had a chance to look at the question in the chat room, or if you didn't have a chance to look at it, I can repeat it. I think the person is directing it uh, for your uh, input. So if you'd like to give that, that would be great. Yeah, I can see it right here. Um, cool. so some, sometimes when I choose something in the moment, it feels great, um, but I know it will have bad repercussions. Well, right there, it feels great, but what you're saying is I know it will have bad reper repercussions. <laughs> so what are you aware of before you're choosing something that even though it might look appetizing or pleasurable, that you already are aware of the future? And what would it be like if you actually acknowledged that you were aware of something instead of choosing it to prove yourself 
Right. <laughs> yeah. I know this that. person. They would never do that, Corey. I, I know her. <laughs> you actually know this person, too. She's been on your calls. But <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, you know, what else is possible? You know, I had this one, well, actually it wasn't one. It was time after time after time where I would do that to myself, where I would I would go against my awareness and I and so I could I had this addiction to saying to myself, I knew that was gonna happen. I was aware <laughs> of that. I knew that. But then I chose against it just to prove that what I was aware of was accurate. That's all awesome. right. And then yeah, and then it was and there was certain times where it was exactly the same thing that she's talking about, right? This listener is talking about was like oh, I totally knew that was going to blow up in my face and I did it anyway, right? And so it's like, what if it's not the pleasure, like the perceived pleasure, right, that is what what you go after, but the whole awareness, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this is going to blow up. Do I really want to deal with that? No, not really. I'm going to choose something else. And it took me a while. I was really slow, <laughs> I mean, years it took me, especially in the whole sex and relationships sort of arena. <laughs> I was I was uh, pretty dense. So I have a lot of awareness with that <laughs> now. Love it. Okay, I, I had, what not to had a, for yourself. I had a lot of that with, like, uh, money investments. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> only in the last year kind of going, oh, oh, all those things. Yeah, that's why I had to laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've so been there and done that <laughs> yeah totally totally well and it's funny too because it the pleasure pleasure can be tricky if you're if you're only looking at the the immediate gratification the instant gratification and a lot of times unicorns want the instant gratification right so it's like how many lifetimes have we had where we did have instant manifestation manifestation or instant actualization of things and so we think that if we ask a question or we want something, right, then it shows up right there. We're like, oh, there it is. And then we, we don't, sometimes, at least I wasn't doing this before, is asking more questions. And instead of just taking the first thing that showed up, right? So I would ask for like an amazing lover or something like that. And then some guy would show up. And I, I was like, oh, I came to some conclusion, right? Oh, I asked for this and it showed up. And then boom, there, there it is. And then I just completely shut down my awareness <laughs> and then create a bunch of crap, you know, in, in that world. But I've done it in business. I mean, I've done it in every every area of my life. <laughs> it's like a it's like an ongoing adventure, right, of, of seeing like that that tease of the instant gratification or is this really what I'm interested in long, long term? And I'm not just talking about sex and relationship here, but looking at what every choice is, is potentially going to create and, and being aware. And it just takes practice. It sounds kind of hard as I'm talking about it right now, but it, it, I think it's just really like trial and error. <laughs> and a lot of that trial and error comes with, yeah, asking a lot of questions. So, yeah, is this uh, is this an instant gratification? Is this something that is sustainable? What is this? Mm-hmm. And, and is this really going to contribute to my life? You know, yeah. or is it just you know for the you know that sort of pleasure for the moment, which could be fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Like not one bit. 
um, but a lot of times, like like now, especially the more I get into really creating my future, right? Because because I can ho- I can hop light energy all day long. I can go for the pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. The joy, the lightness, all day long. But that doesn't. Well, I'll do it this way. I have an analogy for this. Are you familiar with the Grateful Dead? Yes. The band. Yes. Okay. So you know how there's like they've got this huge cult following and people will mm-hmm. follow them for years, right? Totally. So I call it like following the Grateful Dead around the <laughs> planet, right? You can and it's fun and you probably will do a lot of pot brownies and <laughs> <laughs> you'll listen to some great shows and you'll meet some really fun people while you're on tour. And it's it's light and it's fun, it's joyful, it's pleasurable, right? But it's not really creating your future. Right, you're kind of like light hopping, yeah, or, yeah, I get or yeah. something like that, right? And we, when kind of like being a gypsy, right, where you're you don't you're not really creating anything for your future. You're having fun, and that's great, but it's not really creating anything for your future. So one of the questions I like to ask is, you know, if I choose this, and this is a you know age old access question, is is what will it create for my future? Yeah. Right. What will my life be like in five years if I choose this? So if I'm looking at that sort of thing or, or those sorts of questions, then I'm actually looking at I can see very clearly or be aware very clearly those things that I could say oh, I knew that was going to happen, right? And I go, oh, okay, I don't I don't want to have that experience. I'm going to create something else. I'm going to choose something different here, right? And that actually creates more pleasure for the long term, more sustainable. Like, than following the Grateful <laughs> Dead. Huh. <laughs> than following the Grateful Dead around the planet, but uh, which could be super fun, but not necessarily, because when you're done, I've talked to a few people, I'm like, okay, what happens when you're done? They're like, then you got to start creating your life. Yeah. Like, exactly. Because <laughs> you don't have anything to show for it, so to speak. Except for your T-shirts you know I mean? for the concerts, right? Except for your T-shirts <laughs> and a bunch of great memories, which is great, and there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just a different way to create your future. Now, Catherine McIntosh, she's one of the people that followed the Grateful Dead around for two years. Mm-hmm. And when I first used this analogy, she, she was like, Corey, I did that. And I was like, well, what did That's you cool. get out of it? Yeah, and she's like, and she thought about it. Cause she's like, I was like, well, what, what happened when you were done? And she's like, she's like, well, I was just done. And then <laughs> she starts thinking about it. She's like, you know what I really got from that? Is she had this... Um, created this thing where she was creating miracles, which meant that she got a, a free ticket to the next show. And so she oh. was creating miracle after miracle. And so it's ask and receive and being the energy. So in her, she was actually developing a skill for herself or a, ma- a superpower for herself that she cool. didn't really know she was creating. But I don't really get that that's everybody's case. It's probably, probably more not. uniform <laughs> than not. <laughs> But I was like, wow, that actually sounds really cool. So it was a huge benefit to her. Um, totally unacknowledged, but we got to find that. That's funny. It, it reminds me of also in Forrest Gump when he does the run back and forth and back and forth across the country. And then when he's done, he's like, okay, I'm done. And everybody's like, but oh, we were waiting for this. Great. He's like, I, I was just running. <laughs> I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was just running. Mm-hmm. But they were like they were, having this expectation that there was some kind of, you know, outcome. And and his running did create for his future. So he was following what was light for him, but he also had no point of view about it. And everybody else yeah. who was following him had a point of view about like there was going to be some kind of miracle uh, information that was coming or whatever. 
So having no point of view, too, can also assist in creating your future in a lot of ways. If you have the point of view that you already know that you're going to screw yourself over and you keep on choosing that because you're like, my point of view is I screw myself and that my point of view is the other shoe is always going to drop, then you'll be sure, like we were saying before, to either prove that or unprove it. But either way, you're fighting it, you're aligning with it, or you're, you know, you're either aligning or agreeing, or you're resisting and reacting. Either way, it's, there's less ease than if you were just choosing something that's more expansive. There was a little rant exactly. there I went on. <laughs> Forrest Gump, that was oh, my good. official Forrest Gump Forrest? rant. <laughs> Forrest Gump rant, yeah. It's it's interesting, too, because we there's so many, I mean, every choice, you know, I used to make my choices that I've made that were, like heavy or or put me <laughs> with the instant gratification choices it didn't turn out so good. I used to make myself so wrong for all those choices, right? And when I started practicing going, oh, well that was an interesting choice. Now what can I choose? Well, that was really cute, <laughs> but what can I choose now? And what would I really like to create for my future? And if I'd like to have like a juicy orgasmic pleasurable future, then what what can I choose now to actually be setting myself up for that? Mm-hmm. Right. Like like and because I was so into sports, like I think about it like practice. Right. Like every choice is practice because you're gaining more awareness. Right. And you're gaining more information and you're gaining more uh, awareness of what you'd like, what you would what you would like, not like. Right. So there are no mistakes. Right. There. It's just like practice in in your life of creating a life that you'd really like to have. Yeah, and and your future. So your future doesn't have to be long off too, right? So in creating your future, um, it can be tomorrow. It can be an hour from now. When you started listening to this show, where we're at right now is the future from then. Uh, Also, future is a whole different concept. But um, there was a very interesting question on here, I thought. And since we have 45 seconds to discuss this very huge topic, I'd like to bring it up just to go, what? (laughs) What is being the difference between being present? You know, people talk, you know, the be here and now, being present and planning for the future. Like, whoa. So that could be something to kind of play with. Like everybody who's trying to be present, not creating their future because they're just trying to be present. Whoa. And we have 20 seconds to talk about it. (laughs) The the presence of pleasure (laughs) and creating your future. Yeah, pleasure of presence. Okay, Corey will be on again (laughs) because I just said so. (laughs) And if you also notice, she's creating a book. I wrote about that. She's going to be writing a book on how to pleasure a unicorn. Um, She's not out yet. (laughs) Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.